Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. First thing I want to talk about is e-bikes and e-scooters. And should you ha- should all road users really have to pay a licence fee and pay tax to use the road? Pressure is mounting on the government to regulate the use of e-scooters with parties such as Fianna Fáil, uh, the Green Party, and uh, even a TD with Fianna Gael calling for urgent action. Transport Minister Shane Ross has said that he has ordered a road safety authority to carry out research into how other EU member states regulate the use, stating that they uh, would not take any steps until the study recommended best practice. Now, as you know, electric scooters exist in a legal grey area in Ireland but there have been calls to legalise the popular transport option you know all the climate changers are out there saying yes legalise them because of course it stops them using cars which dirty the environment Uh, but with an increased use of the e-scooters, and you see them everywhere now, and with the US companies in the field such as uh, Lime Plotting, uh, some of some kind of operations in Ireland, there have been calls for legal clarity. Now, Ross clarified the current legal situation with an electric scooter in the doll, stating that the Road Traffic Act 1961 defines a mechanically propelled vehicle as a vehicle intended or adapted for propulsion by mechanical means, including a bicycle or tricycle with an attachment for propelling it mechanically powered, whether or not the attachment is being used. Now, the grey area, of course, is by the way, if it has pedals, because you'll see some electric bikes and they have pedals. If the electric motor is only to assist you in pedaling, well, then it's legal. But if you've no pedals and it just drives the bike, well, then it's considered to be a motorbike. So it's a mechanically propelled vehicle. The minister said e-scooters are powered skateboards and they fall into this category and therefore consider them to be mechanically propelled vehicles. And the users of such vehicles in a public place, uh, as defined in the Road Traffic Act 1961, must have insurance, road tax and a driver's licence. He added that penalties under the road traffic laws for using such a vehicle include fixed charge penalties, penalty points, fines and possible seizure of the vehicle. However... While stating this, he added that uh, currently it is not possible to tax or insure e-scooters or electric skateboards for that matter. Therefore, they are not considered suitable for road use. Now, Fine Gael's old rock also called on the minister to act speedily on the issue, stating that people's scooters are being uh, impounded due to the lack of clarity in the law. Now, I'm going to speak to Noel in a moment about this particular issue, but I do want to know what you think of not only e-scooters, but the idea that all road users having licences are paying tax. I mean, including bicycles and tricycles and all sorts of carry-on. We see all sorts of vehicles on the road now, and a lot of them on the footpaths as well. To be clear, this is not the suggestion from the minister that they all pay it. Their minister's just talking about the e-bikes. But I think it's a topic worth noting. I think we, we need to look at this. With more and more bicycles on the road, surely there should be some identifying registration on them or you know if they're involved in some sort of shenanigans be it braking lights or cycling on footpaths or e-scooting on footpaths surely we should all have some sort of identification in case we're involved in something and they're all losing the road so why is it only the motorist has to pay just because he happens to have an engine so i want to know should all road users e-scooters bikes trikes bicycles cars should everybody have to pay a tax to use the road and have a license to use your vehicle let me know what you think yes they should all have to pay or no just the cars let me know what you think and the number is 087188008 on the line is no rock to finnegal td no good afternoon to you Good afternoon, Niall. How are things? I nearly got a belt of one of these e-bikes the other day. I was standing outside the building here. You know where we are. And I was standing outside, just having a stand around, myself and leaning a mic. And next guy comes shooting down on his e-scooter and kind of whizzed through the centre of us while we were talking. 
Yeah, and that's dreadful. That's exactly the kind of thing that shouldn't be happening. So when we talk about regulating it or making the grey area of the law clear, you know, there's, there's, there's two sides to that, if you like. One, you want to make it clear that these vehicles are legal. But two, you want to put a frame of rules and regulations in place. For instance, not being allowed to use them on a footpath, uh, a maximum speed limit maybe, a uh, requirement for brake lights, all these kind of things, uh, in order to put a bit of structure on it right now. Because what's happening right now with them is there's about 2,000 of them around the city. They're in a legal grey area, like I say. They're becoming very popular now, aren't they? They're very popular. Ah, yeah, they're exploding in popularity. Because they're becoming more portable. People can fold them up and do all sorts of gadgets with them. So they're becoming very popular now because they're they're convenient. Yeah, I saw these kind of popular ones abroad about about a full year ago now, about last May. And I brought it up in the doll straight away as a question because it was clear they were going to take off here. Because you know yourself from driving around. Traffic's bad in Dublin. If I want to get down from, say, uh, say the doll down to your radio studio, it's about what, a two and a half kilometre journey across the river and all that. A scooter is actually perfectly designed to do that. Where the car. Mind you, the roads now, I've seen these scooters, they have small, well, some of them have bigger wheels, but a lot of them have smaller wheels, little yeah. tiny rubber wheels. The roads in Ireland, you know, the edging of the roads in Ireland, because obviously you're, you're driving at the edge, they wouldn't okay. be very suitable. I mean, you hit one pothole, you're finished. They're, 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 yeah, like certainly from using my own one, the tyres would be highly, highly pressurised as well. So you do, you feel every... Do you use one? Yeah, yeah, I do. I own one. Um, right, okay. You, you feel you feel every bump in the road, and you feel it quite badly. No, well, I just can't see you in your suit on an e-scooter bobbing into the doll. <laughs> I just can't see. I, I have a vision in my head of you now, Noel. I just can't see that with the wind in your hair. It's very breezy. <laughs> not much hair. For, not much hair to be caught in the wind. I'm afraid. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. but what about the safety aspect of them? I, I see people on them. No helmets. No safety gear. You know, yeah, should I mean, there should there be you know some sort of imposition I, to have a helmet on? I, 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 I think that's something that's going to need to be looked at, the helmet aspect of it. Like, I've used them without a helmet, but the more and more I use them, the more I see, like, one fall off one when you're moving at 20 kilometres an hour. Like, you could do serious, serious damage, particularly if you fell out into traffic, i.e. if you fell, you know, to your right, if you like. And, you and are you using the footpaths? The argument that people give me that they use the footpaths is because they believe the roads are not suitable for the small wheels. Well, they, they, shouldn't, they shouldn't be using... Nobody should be using the footpaths for pedestrians. Uh, simple as end of same cyclists. Cyclists shouldn't be using the footpaths either. Uh, I mean, that, I, I, I was coming down the... Uh, past the canals there going back about two weeks ago. And I have... Ne- it was been nine o'clock in the morning. I have never seen so many cyclists. I mean, like, it was like the swarms of them. And they're in and out of your car. They're banging off your mirrors. They don't seem to have a care in the world. Now, I'm not going to turn this into a, you know, us versus them argument, but surely there should be some sort of, I don't know, recognition of, as to who they are if they damage your car, that you can have something that you can come back. Surely you should have some. I know Canada are doing something about it. They're bringing they're in license. Yeah, I they're bringing in a tax that everybody has. If you want to use the road, you have to pay a tax. I think there's a bit of chicken and egg there, you know. There's definitely some sort of comeback, definitely, for anyone whose car is damaged or whatever. That's fair enough. But, you know, uh, equally, there's, you know, you said it yourself already, the edging of the roads in Ireland generally isn't suitable for them. Um, you know, a lot of the cycle lanes are rubbish. I don't know if you ever cycle at all. But no, I don't. Hard. It's too much, too much effort. Like, <laughs> but the, the infrastructure for them is, is it's poor now at best. So I do think, like, you know, it's a bit of chicken and egg. You know, yep, you need to enforce rules, regulations, and you need to enforce them heavily from Garda Shikana. But equally, you need to invest in the infrastructure and make sure people are looked after and that they, you know, those who want to cycle safely and cycle properly can cycle safely. Okay, well, well, let's let's legislate for those who want to use them responsibly, right? Mm -hmm. But what about, you know, Johnny Nine-Year-Old in the local housing estate? You know, how do we legislate for that? Because obviously your concern is they're being impounded on probably young people more so. 
how do we legislate for Johnny nine-year-old who's flying around his local housing estate and across local greens on them? Yeah, I mean, like, look, I mean, that's kind of, that's misuse of these vehicles, you know, and that's, you're getting into a territory where it, people are using them in a way not entirely unlike, you know, a little well, little scrambler bike. It would not be easy just to put an age limit on it and just say, I mean, they're over 16s, so that's it. Yeah, and I think that's probably, like, I mean, these are powerful, powerful enough vehicles, but if you use an electric well, scooter, you, well, you what's get the, what's 25 the an hour on them. Yeah, yeah. okay, that's fast. Um, you know, I mean, like, and I'm, I'm a, a grown man, about 100 kilos away, so, like, I carry me at 25 kilometres an hour. Hundred, what did you say? Did you say 100 kilos now? That, yeah. When was the last yeah. time you weighed yourself? Uh, I was with you there recently. <laughs> I'm joking. But I'm mean, absolutely, and you would do a fair bit of damage, you know, I mean, if you, if you hit off a pedestrian. I'm about, I'm about 15 and a half stone at the That's about 100 kilos. It's right, I don't know. I wasn't having a go with you know. I wasn't. I wasn't body shaming you know. I swear to God, yeah. <laughs> I was only joking. But, but no, I mean, I mean, like I mean yes. If you came off that at speed, you know, I mean, you're going to do a bit of damage to a pedestrian or whatever. Yeah, you would. You would. You would. You would. Like, I mean, the most damage you do is to yourself. You, you're you, the the user is the primary person at risk on these vehicles because you know they're they're low to the ground. Like, say the wheels are small, and um, you're entirely exposed, small size. So you know you are the most vulnerable person in, in that scenario. And the vehicle is relatively light as well. Like you say, people carry it on buses and carry it on trains. They, they weigh, mm, I'd say mine weighs about 10 or 15 kilos. Mm. So, you know, the damage that's going to be done is going to be done to the person on the scooter more so than the person. Uh, I mean, here's, here's a sensible suggestion because considering most of us nowadays probably have dash cams as well, right? Yeah. Why don't bicycles and e-scooters and all the rest of them, as I said before, some, of the, some sort of barcode on the back of the bicycle or the saddle or whatever it happens to be? In case yeah. they cause damage. So at I, least then when you look back at your video footage or whatever, yeah. or you catch them, you, they're identifiable. I'd say that's, that's where things are going. You know, I'd say as the infrastructure gets better uh, and as more cyclists, and there will be more cyclists on our roads in the years ahead, that's just, it's one of those trends. It's going to continue scoping up. Um, I'd say that's, that's the direction that the law will have to catch up on. Something like that anyway. I would, I would, would you not? Would I you not? Am I suggesting going back a few years ago? I know you wouldn't agree with me. Is that once you come into the city boundaries, i.e., the canals on both sides, um, that you must have some sort of license or tax to use the roads, whether you're a car, a bicycle, no matter where you are? Yeah, well, I mean, we have this discussion before now, uh, but we had you, had you had a slightly different take on it then, which is that you thought it should be pay, pay per kind of meter of use almost, and that there should be, if, if my memory serves me correctly, that there should be no road tax levy, no front for the year, if you like. And mm. that it should all be levied uh, on the fuel. On oh, fuel, yeah. yeah. Right? Um, and I mean, I think that's an argument for the future as well. Like, I think there is a, a, a lot of merit in that. If you have an older car or whatever, um, or a car that you only, you know, use every now and again. Like, you shouldn't have to pay it, as much is, tax, yeah. yeah is, is, is it right that you're paying that much in tax a year? I don't know. Yeah. You know, I, I, I use the car about once a month, I'd say. Um you know, is it right that it's the same as someone who used to Yeah, I had to, I had to sell my baby there about four years ago, uh, my GTO, because I, I couldn't afford the car tax for it. It was €1,800 Euro for car tax. Yeah, you know, that's... Uh, it was worth more that's, than the car. <laughs> that's, a, that's a serious wedge. That's 150 a month, every month, yeah. for a car that you might only be using once a month. Like, no, that's mad. I know, you know and, I, and I didn't use it that often. I had a second car that I used to use because it, used to, it was 10 miles to the gallon, so there was no point in using it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so... so the GCO would be the ideal candidate then for uh, for the for the fuel charge, you know. For the, oh yeah, I know climate change protesters were outside my garden. To be honest with you, <laughs> but it was that bad. But anyway, it wasn't very good for the environment and a big three liter engine. But but no, insane. I know. Getting getting back I, to these. I, 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 
I'll balance you out with the old electric car and the electric scooter anyway, don't worry. Yeah, I think we'll all be moving to electric soon anyway. You can buy buy my carbon credits off me or whatever, don't worry, you're grand. Because these are mechanically propelled vehicles. I know your feet and your legs are not mechanically propelled, but once it has a battery, and I know that it's very common nowadays to buy a motor. They're selling electric motors now that you can put on your bicycle. That's uh, right. Yeah, and, and this is all becoming extremely common. Now, I know they do assist you to pet because once there's pedals on it, it's only assisted. Yep. So it's That's kind right. of a diff- slightly different category. But I think we need to look at the whole legislation around the Road Traffic Act in relation to this anyway, don't we? Uh, we're going to have to. Like, I mean, the, the technology has outpassed the law quite badly at this stage. And I mean, I said this to Minister Ross a year ago, but Minister Ross has been asleep at the wheel when it comes to these things. You know, he said there was no change in the law needed. Now he's saying there is a change in the law needed, and he pawned it off to the road safety authority to have a look at it, to write a nice report, and this, that, and the other. This should have been done a year ago. That's the reality of it. And it's a pity that we did, that we don't have a minister with a bit more foresight on the matter. All right, well, listen, thank you very much indeed. No Rock, uh, Finnegal, TD. Um, we're talking about e-scooters and bicycles and everything else that uses the road. Uh, the argument from some people is that we should be charging everybody. We sh- everybody should have to have a license to use the road. It doesn't matter whether you're a cyclist, whether you're using a car, whether you're using an e-scooter, whatever it is. And by the way, I, I can't stick to what I said earlier on to Noel. I think if you're going to legislate for e-scooters and we're going to make them legal because there's a grey area at the moment, I think they have to be over 18. Um, I, I can't see a reason to legalise kids milling around housing estates on e-scooters. It just doesn't make any sense. So uh, let me know what you think. Uh, the number is 087-188-0008. Should all road users have to pay a road tax of some description, maybe a small nominal amount, and have a licence so we can identify them? Yes, you think it's a good idea, or no, you think that's a rotten idea. God love you, Niall. You're against the cyclists again. Uh, Mike, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Mike? Hi, how are you doing? Mike, Mike, surely it's a fair idea. If everyone's going to use the road that we all have to contribute towards it. I think only um, a Fianna Gael or Fianna Fáil government would do this with tax. The answer to our dreams. I mean, this, these things are just the answer to our traffic problem. Dublin is so congested. Can you imagine how many cars it would take off the road? I mean... People are using your line is a little bit bad, Mike. Move, move into a better area, Mike, if you can. Okay. Run up your stairs or something. I don't know. <laughs> now, is that better? Uh, well, hopefully. But go on. Well, I'm just saying that they should really... I think they should incentivise these things. I really do. Well, like yes. a grand to buy one? Yes, they're the answer to our problems. But they're also... <laughs> but, Mike, they're equally dangerous. People. They are dangerous as well. Dangerous, my ass. They're no more dangerous than... Look, people are coming in from the outskirts. The more Dublin sprawl is there, the more people are coming in from the outskirts. In the car. One person in the car to go into the office in the morning. I mean, I know, look, look, there's got to be, as you say, a lot of thought put into this, but not in the way of taxing the bloody things. You know, there's, they should be made stronger and they should be made... Um, Okay, well, I'm going to get Helena to fix your line there because it just keeps cutting in and out, Mike, because I wanted to hear more of what you have to say. So I will get Helena to fix that for you. Paul, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Paul? Paul, how are you, what do you think? I mean, should we have some sort of legislation where, okay, we recognise things, these things as being legal, no more grey areas, but you have to have a licence and pay some sort of tax on them for using them? Hello, Paul, are you there? Gave Helena an example. I was coming back to Rahini from... from the city centre last week, got onto the whole road and there was a massive line of traffic and eventually made my way to the front of the line and there's this woman, she's on her scooter, she's her head, now she had a helmet on, she's the earphones in and she's completely oblivious to everyone. 
But where was she? Sco- was she scooting towards the edge, or was she kind of practically no, in the middle of the road? Sitting in the middle of the whole road, That's heading towards Rohini Village, doing twenty-five, maybe thirty kilometers an hour, and bopping away to her music, oblivious to the traffic behind her. I mean, I've seen lads on the the, the skateboard ones as well. They get up to some speed. Whatever about the scooters, whatever about the scooters holding onto two handles, but on a skateboard. Now I know kids know how to use mm. skateboards. I'd fall off a skateboard. I just think it's fierce, dangerous. Yeah, but they're doing twenty-five. I must be doing at least twenty-five kilometers an hour. Like I, I, I seen a guy the other day. He comes past here nearly every day, and he's mm. on that one wheel thing where there's like a little foot thing rests on yeah, both sides. Crazy it's, yeah, it's just one wheel. <laughs> no. and, he, and he has his hands in his pockets and he's and we milling were, along. <laughs> and and we thought, you mean if he falls, he's going to break every tooth his head? Absolutely. But no well, helmets. See, but this is the thing. There's no helmets, no safety gear. There's no legislation. It's just kind of a little bit of a free-for-all at the moment. So there's no doubt that we have to take action and do, you mm. know, and, and bring in some sort of legislation to say, well, okay, they're either legal or they're not. So what do we do? You have to, the, the only route I see is tax and insurance because you have to take responsibility. If you're on a vehicle that has a motor and you're being propelled along the street, you have to have insurance. I mean, God forbid you hit somebody. Are, are we going to wait until somebody actually dies because of this? And then we'll take action like everything else in this country. But the cyclists and users of these e-machines, uh, be they bikes or scooters or mm. skateboards, are going to say, well, hold on, it, it doesn't have an engine in it. Like, it's only 25 kilometres an hour. You can cycle that fast. It's just the only difference is we don't have to say, use the same energy. Well, that's, that's true. But, I mean, have you ever been hit by something, someone travelling with that today? Well, I, I'm sure it, yeah, it, you I could mean, kill I'm somebody. I'm sure you have. I mean, you have a history with bikes. I'm sure you've come off a bike at that low of a Absolutely, yeah. It's not, it's not nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I, I mean, it, it have, you have to be insured. You should have to be insured to be on the road anyway. And what about what about you know a license? I would say do go down the line that can that they're doing in Canada, where every bike has to be registered. Mm-hmm. And that has, I, I mean, if you're on a bike that's registered, at least then you've some come back to say, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna claim against you. you may not have insurance, but I'm gonna do something. So what? Uh, a small registration fee? Of a small ten. registration fee. I mean, not if you're not if it's the likes of. Little Johnny and Mary in their in their housing estate and their flying. Well, well now the here's the thing: Johnny and Mary in the housing estate. I see. I'm thinking if you're going to bring in legislation on this, because at the moment mm. Johnny and Mary are technically breaking the law, right? Yeah. Um, but there's a bit of a grey area. The guards kind of don't know what to do, right? So I think Johnny and Mary shouldn't be allowed to play with them. I mean, they're dangerous. They, these are vehicles for adults. They're not for children. I don't know why adults buy children a small vehicle that will do 25 to 30 kilometers an hour in a housing estate. I don't get it. How many adults have gone out and bought... I mean, it got to the stage where they had to tell the guards have to ask people not to buy motorbikes for kids. Mm, well, the motorbikes is even worse. These little scutty motorbikes they yeah. fly around on. But we're talking about these e-machines, that e-scooters and e-skateboards and e-bicycles and all sorts of cars. You can buy the bikes now. Halfords do them. They're like... They're, some of them are over a grand, but they have an electric mm. motor on them. Or you can buy the motors online and fit them to your own bike. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. Um, I've never been on them, but I've seen them going around, and it, they scared the living bit. Like I was like you on a skateboard and all that sort of stuff, and we'd go flying down the hills. We used to put bins at the bottom of the street that we'd go flying. Through. What about the trolleys we used to make? <laughs> yeah. Out of no, pram I was, wheels. See, I, I, was, <laughs> I was in a respectable area, and I, I had one of those little pedally cars. 
All right. Do you remember, like, do you remember, do you remember your, your dad would get a few planks of wood and then you'd uh, you'd get a, a, like a four, as you call it, a bit of four by two and you'd yeah. hammer two pram wheels onto all, yeah. or four, yeah. all four corners. You'd put four pram wheels and on it. And a bit of string to steer it. <laughs> Down the hill and eat more. Whoa! Yeah, but we're all hairs and nails back then. We didn't need insurance. You wouldn't be able to do that nowadays. Just overprotective. We, you didn't have to worry about us. It was your elf that scuttered in the car. But you my elf would come out and push me in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and the whole idea was you'd push somebody around the corner fast mm. enough so as they would turn over. Yeah, well, what we did, we had at the, there's a big hill that comes onto, that goes onto the road I live on. And the pathway goes down the side of it, the side of the hill. We used to put the bins right at the bottom of the hill. But if we came round there and someone was walking, there's no way we'd have been able to do anything. <laughs> there was about 20 of us on skateboards, and that was, you were dead. Like, well, I suppose this is the modern version then, isn't it? But this, the only difference is it's a bit more technical, it's a bit more dangerous, and it's faster. So, okay, exactly. but I, I do believe legislation should come in where they have to be over 18 personally. But anyway, let me go to Alan as well. Alan, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Alan? Hi, Niall. How are you? I mean, these e-machines and bicycles in general are becoming more common on the roads. More people are using them. We're all using the roads. Should we all have to have some sort of license or some sort of registration fee to use them? I think for the e-bikes, I think there should be a, a registration scheme. And I, I do agree that should be paying some uh, some form of uh, tax for using the road. That's mm. for all cyclists, I think. All cyclists. I'm a cyclist myself. I have an e-bike. I, I use one of the e-bikes. I have a year now. Um, I, How much it cost you, by the way? How much it cost you? Well, I, I got a true true work on the bike to scam, and it, the bike price was about uh, 1100 Right, they, they're dear enough, aren't they? Yeah, well, that, that was kind of the mid-range, I think, roughly. And uh, explain, if you can, because I'm a bit ignorant, is there different wattage of motors? Is, you know, so can you get like a 5-watt, 10-watt, 50-watt motor? Is there different wattages that create I, different I, speeds? I think it is. I think I think some of them are, uh, the more expensive ones, I think what they do is they just have better battery life so they last longer. Um, and then you go out, I think most of them to stay within within the parameters of the law, they cut out a the pedal assist, so they don't go really above 25, I don't it's think. It's a fair you speed, get, isn't it? 25 kilometres an hour. Well, yes and yes and no. Like, I, I overtake your average cyclist, but then when you come up against guys on the racing bikes, they, they'd overtake you on an e-bike most times, unless it was up a hill, of course. But um, And, by the way, is yours is yours assist, so does you do you have to still pedal? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, you, you pedal it, but I mean, there's not much effort required. Uh, you just have to kind of rotate the pedals, that's it. And right. the bike does the rest of it and maintains a, a great speed. But it, oh, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I got it because I'm pure and utter lazy and there's not much <laughs> transport. And does it so, work well up hills and stuff like that, yeah? Uh, that's where it comes into it, yeah. The, like, you'd be sweating going to work, and by the time you get to work, you'd have to have a shower and that. But on an e-bike... You just go. Your whole cycle could be uphill, and you wouldn't break a sweat, or you wouldn't be out of breath. It's it's fantastic. Um, okay, so, so well, then getting back to legislation, <laughs> they are mechanically propelled vehicles, essentially. Yeah. Under, yeah. Now they're not covered under the law as such because they have pedals on them. In your case, uh, and that takes them out of the law. But do we need to revisit the law and obviously look at how we revisit the yeah. law on these things? Yeah, you do because uh, I know I'm more nervous on an e-bike because of the the pure weight of it. You're, you're doing a good speed. You're much quicker away from traffic lights as well. If you hit somebody, you know, I'm not one. To, I'm not going to run away if I hit somebody. I'm going to stay there and I'll probably end up having to 
pocket pay out my own pocket for the damage. But I think the insurance is a good idea because they are a bit more dangerous, especially if you have people using the paths. They shouldn't be on the path with them, but hey, mm. there you go. I mean, uh, have you seen actually, a lot of people using e-scooters lately? These e-scooters and and single wheel, you know, these that are single wheel things. I don't know what they're called. Not really, no. But I hear I'm not. I don't live in Ireland anymore, so I don't really see it anymore. It's not a problem where I am. But uh, I, I hear about it on the news. Mm. They're, they're becoming really popular now. They're they're everywhere, yeah. and they're in the middle of traffic, and they're everywhere. It's it's bananas. You know, I just yeah. think they're dangerous because they're apart from that, they're dangerous to themselves too because they're kind of so small and insignificant in the middle of a road where you've got trucks and cars. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh yeah, you have very little protection on one of them. You come off it quite easily with the wheels being so thin. You shouldn't be doing speeds any any like high speeds. I suppose twenty five kilometers an hour is quite fast on a, the wheel size of a, a little scooter. I mean, even, uh, uh, even if you're on a push bike, at least you're up the same height as a car, if you know what I mean. But when yeah. you're on an, e, an e-scooter, it's like a pedestrian on wheels, essentially. Yeah, it is, yeah. No, yeah. I, think, I, think, I think they need to be revisited. I think they need to, cyclists need to pay tax on the road because we complain about not enough cycle lanes. We complain about the state of the roads. But you're not willing to pay for it, yeah. Well, I, I not you personally, no. Yeah, yeah, but most cyclists wouldn't pay tax, and I think insurance is needed just just for everyone's safety. D, you're on classic kids, hey, doing D? Go ahead. Yeah, you're talking about having to. Uh, they, they yeah, license them, tax them, e-bikes and bicycles. No, I don't agree with taxing them, but I tell you one thing: without even telling them that you can't have them, you it's the mothers and the fathers that buy them for the little gift that's on them, right? I had an experience when my car was only two days old. I had a cash guy, and he came down the side of me. And he scraped on the side of me two two day old car. Oh no. And nothing you could do, right? He's got no there's no license plate on the back, there's nothing, so there's no number you could take. If they are going to make them register, make them have a license number. So at but least they, you have some comeback, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And not only that, they shouldn't be allowed on the public roads with them in the first place. They are really far out in um fields. They're not for the public road. They shouldn't be allowed to be on the public road. But if you, if the government brought out a thing such as it's mandatory to have them insured and are highly insured because they're, because they're kids under 18, if they were forced to insure them, I can guarantee you now 100% that you will not see them around Christmas morning all over the place. Well, well, currently at the moment, the law clearly states that they should be insured, licensed, and everything else. But we're ignoring the law because the law is a bit grey on it at the moment. Because it's obviously the laws were written before these things came along. You know what I mean? Yeah, it should be and have to be is two different things. How much does it cost to get your cash key fixed? By the way, a lot of money. I I didn't want to have to go through my insurance and hike my insurance up because this little gift mother. Give him a dangerous bike to go out on the fucking road with. Oh, what's what your language there? No, you're annoyed. <laughs> but that's not, that's not compared to what I caused the little shit that gave me the middle finger when I did roll at him. <laughs> well, right. Yeah. But, um, and how much did it cost you to get it fixed? Did you get it resprayed? Yeah, it cost nearly 2,000 euros. Oh, no. Yeah, I did. And uh, what you call it, um, lucky enough, I had, uh, I went into the police station and there's something called the government kind of thing. But then it again cost Oh, this is the uh, this is for the, the, uh, the for uninsured drivers. Yeah, or whatever. I didn't cause it because it wasn't my fault. Do you know yeah. that? Right? Yeah. I mean, I see a lot of them around now, and somebody sent me a picture of these self-balancing bicycles, which are like little unicycles. Uh, You know, you put your feet on each side of a wheel and you fly along, and then you have the the hoverboards, they were called them there two years ago, but they're not actually hovering, they're on two wheels. And then you have these little electric scooters, and you see adults going to work on them, no helmets in the middle of the road. I seen one yesterday, yes. 
on the footpaths everywhere. They I don't care. Albert Road, and I couldn't believe the speed it was doing. I couldn't believe it. I was at the light and I said, oh my God. I just was in shock at the speed it was doing on the footpath. Now, if a woman is walking by with a buggy, he, she's not going to be able to get out of the way quick enough. No. And he's not going to be no able to way. stop quick enough either. Well, regardless of taxing them, no, it won't do anything because they just won't tax them anyway. Because right. they're the kind of kids. They're not just going to jail. But what it should be, if they haven't got an, uh, a license on it that you can identify who wants the bike, and like if like he'd had a number on the back of his bike, I'd be able to claim his parents. Yeah. But then again, they're the ones that scream, I've no money for butter and I've no money for bread and milk, but they're able to buy a few thousand bloody bikes for the little gift to get out on the road and destroy your car with. Yeah, where people have limited means. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so now what would you say to all the parents who are sitting there, you know, who are thinking about buying one of these things for Johnny and Mary or, you know, Johnny and Mary might want one off Santa Claus or what would you say to those parents? Here's what I say to them parents and I hope a few of them are listening. Take that money that you're planning on going out and spending to put your child's life and other people's lives in danger and go and get yourself some lessons on parenting. Pay that money and go and get some lessons on parenting and how to keep your child alive. That's what I would tell them to do. Well done. Give Dave a big round of applause. Well done, Dave. Exactly what what well done, you're right. Do. I agree with you 100%, Dave, yep. I? Yep, they're irresponsible. I, I four buyers, right? And never would I ever, ever hand one of them as a child under no circumstances to go out on the road, not only put their own life in danger, but other people's lives too. But you see them going around on little motorbikes and everything, in middle of public greens and all sorts of places. Well, look at the amount of kids that has already been killed on them. Nobody's thinking about that. I know. They have lost their lives. And guess who's up in Cherry Orchard? The people was out screaming at the people in the car. Right. The person was the one getting screamed at. And this mother went out and paid one and a half thousand for this bike for this little fucking 12-year-old. Watch the language, Dave. I, I, just I know you're angry, but it's just the middle of the day, and then my boss gets angry. Want, like I said, was it two thousand? I know I didn't have to pay the full two thousand, and I'm being honest about that. Mm. But by, by Jesus, I still had to put a good couple of hundred of my hard-earned money towards to fix it. it. Yeah, this is the car that you, you're yeah. working hard to pay for. Yeah, exactly. And I was coming home from a hard day's walk, if you don't mind. Yeah, while well, his parents were probably sitting at home on their bums. I go to the welfare officer. I've no money for this and I've no money for that and I've no money for the other. But what are you doing with the money? Going out and buying that little shit these things for Christmas. If there was a high insurance premium and a license plate has to be put on them bikes, and if they haven't got either, the guards should have the right to confiscate them and scrap them. Okay, well, well, stay there for a second because Tina, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Tina? I do nice. I tell you what, I'm with Dee 100%. 100% with everything she said today. Yeah, that's right. I think if the government, if the government are serious about it and that they're not going to use it as another money-making racket, yeah. and no tax, I do agree with insurance and licensing and all that. Don't tax yeah. it; they're not really going to damage the road, really. But I do think it should be it should be the same as for a driving license. Nobody under the age of whatever it is, 16, eighteen, 17. yeah, well, or se- seventeen for a driver's license. Yeah, you know what I mean. They have to have some level of competency on road users. Um, you know, I mean, I don't want my 14-year-old nephew going down the main street of my town right in one of these... Teams. In the middle of the road, the yeah. Well, you know, we've never looked at the rooms of the road or, you know, or any other kids. So, therefore, they haven't got any competency on the road. I really don't think it should be a free-for-all that they're willy-nilly allowed to have these things. So the problem is with the roads now. The roads now are getting busier. Not only with more cars, but you have a lot of cyclists. You have a lot of e-scooters, e-bikes, e-skateboards, and they're all using the roads together. And and hopefully we can all do that in harmony, and it'll work well. But but that's not the way it's working at the moment. Yeah, sorry, Dee. Can I just say something on the push bike? 
they also also should have to have be registered and have I agree. insurance. They should have insurance. They also do a runner when they hit the side of your car. But they very rarely, I've ne- very rarely seen a push bike stop at a, light, at a red light. I've never. Well, I've all, I, I tell you what I have seen. They didn't happen to me, but I tell you what I have seen. I have seen them getting either the driver giving out to them and putting their foot up and kicking the side door of the car. Yeah. I have seen that. Yeah, absolutely. And if they were able to be identified by a number plate, they would not do that. Yeah, oh, no, I had a cyclist the other day now sticking his fingers up at me and he, he went towards the car and I lowered down the window and I said, don't even think about it. He was in yeah. a cycle lane, okay, it was yeah. in Fairview and I, I needed to pull out into traffic but to pull out, I had to be able to see beyond the parked car so I had to pull out with my nose over the cycle lane otherwise there was no way I would have been able to pull out because I couldn't yeah. see and this cyclist, there was loads of room for him. He, he slowed down purpose. He could have just gone around the nose of yeah. the car but he slowed down and he went to try, I, I thought he was going to try and kick the car. Yeah. And I lowered down the window and I said, don't even think about it. Yeah. And I said, on your yeah. way. But yeah, yeah they, they kind of Thanks. think they have some sort of extra rights to be on the road cyclists. Exactly. Well, you yeah. said you had to come out a little bit to see around the road that you wouldn't be able to phone. But guess who would have been in the wrong if he'd have claimed you hit him? You would. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, if you hadn't touched my car now, he'd have been in trouble, let me tell you. You're the one that would have had to pay a fortune out of his pretend whiplash. Okay, well, sorry, sorry, Tina, getting back to these things. You know, it is something we're going to have to tackle. They are becoming more popular. People are using them. I I don't know whether they're safe on the road or not, Tina, particularly these little e-scooters. No, I don't know enough about them, to be honest with you. I think I probably only saw my first one the other day uh, when I was in Dublin. And, no, I agree with you. There has to be some sort of regulation on them, that it shouldn't be that if you have the money, you can just go and buy one and that nobody needs to know you have one. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely not. They definitely, definitely need to be regulated. Yeah, if you go out into the middle of the road and you know and scoot down the middle of the traffic in the middle of a main street in the city centre, I mean, it just doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, I mean, the person that I saw in Dublin riding one the other day didn't even have a helmet on. No, that, that's it. You, you need to, You should have to have some sort of safety equipment, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. How, about, how about the parents being held responsible if they're under 18 years of age for any damages that they cause? Because they can't be held responsible because they're under, it's a 17 or 18, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But why isn't the parents, when they're buying these bikes, have to register their kids at the shop, right? Yeah. Register their children with the shop when they're buying the bike and they, they, the number of the bike taken. And the parents held responsible for any damage that's caused to any cars because you can't go after them because they're under 18. If that was brought in, I can guarantee you there'll be a hell of a lot less of them bikes on the road. Yeah, so just like we do with SIM cards or anything else, when you buy one at the yeah. point of sale, you you have to be, you know, you have to show identification and be the registered yeah. owner of that particular exactly. vehicle. Exactly, exactly. Oh, well, I, well I do, the argument, I suppose, people, people will just say, oh, but look, they're going to buy them online anyway, so you're not going to, you know what I mean? Well, even if they have got them online and there's no proof and the guy that pulls them over, they can immediately take them off. Absolutely. Great, yeah. great talking to you, Dee. I think you're wonderful. I'm, I, D should be running for elections or something like that. Okay, keep texting. Uh, the number is 087, or you can WhatsApp us as well, 087-188-0008. E-Scoose, by the way, uh, it's a strange number. We tried ringing you to get you on the air, by the way, but it's a kind of landline number, which is WhatsApping. I've never heard that before. It must be, obviously, a business WhatsApp. But anyway, he says, being visible and being seen is usually misunderstood. If some vehicle uh, weren't seen, that doesn't mean it's not visible enough. Well, it does a lot of the time as far as I'm concerned. But if you don't look properly, uh, you won't see. But in case of an accident, people usually uh, won't say that they didn't look. In most cases, they will say that they didn't see. And it makes a big difference. So you didn't see because you didn't look. I'm not even going to read the rest of your text, by the way, because I think that's absolute utter nonsense. And if you're in the business, you should know that. The same way. So what should we tell cyclists? Not to bother having lights. Not to bother having, you know, these uh, high-vis jackets or high-vis scabbards that they wear. 
the reason for that is to make them more obvious. Because sometimes at night particularly, or, you know, when light is not as good or weather is bad, when you look and you do actually look, you might not see something if it's not very visible. The point I was making about e-scooters is if you've got one person on a scooter in the middle of a road, um, they might as well be a pedestrian because that's all that you can see is a person. The scooters are tiny. Whereas at least on a bicycle, even though I wouldn't be the huge fan of them, they're up a little bit higher. They've got a vehicle of some sorts and they're moving generally at the same speed as the traffic. And they also have to take into consideration the size and the width of their bicycle when they're going through traffic, unlike the e-cyclists. So I, your text is absolute nonsense. All right, I don't believe it. Um, I don't buy into it, your theory. Maybe you think you're right. Uh, Anne-Marie, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Anne-Marie? Hiya. I agree with everything. Dee said she has made loads of sense. And um, I think also that if maybe if they're over 10, kids over 10, that they should get their bikes registered and to be like they'd have their own driving license and might make them feel important and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, like I'd be in cars with people and some of the some of the cyclists can be more or like they, they wouldn't care. They just cross in front of you. You know, yeah, they and they just don't. Some people, I, I, by the way, I don't want to put all cyclists in that bracket, no, but, no, but no, a lot no. of them, a lot of them just don't seem to care. Yeah, I had a bike all right myself 20 years ago, and I I had uh, two reasons to be safe because I used to have my son on the bike, the child seat on the back, and um, I'd like to think that I was safe, you know. Mm. But um, this, they, where we're living now, there's kids come down from the schools up the road and there'd be fellas on bikes and they'd be going across the road. They don't even be looking if there's cars coming. No, they don't. And then, So let me go to Robbie, who's from East Goose, who I was giving out about a minute ago. <laughs> Robbie, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Robbie? Um, I'm good, I'm good. How are you? Good, Robbie. I'm looking at your message here. Firstly, I, I, I kind of analysed a bit where you said it doesn't matter whether people are visible, people should be looking. Well, no, it's not. People should be visible. That's that's definitely, uh, of course, like, you know, highways, mm. rest, lights, and things like I also drive a car, and recently I had a situation. I saw a guy, it, it was night, it was raining, you know, middle of the night, guy without a highways, rest, with high, without lights, uh, without lights on the east coast. I hardly saw him. So I'm not saying that people, you know, people should be, make sure that they are visible. Okay, okay. let me get very quickly, because I don't have much time, but these e-scooters, so what speed, what's the top speed? Well, it really depends on the the model. So they are like, uh, cheapest models are maybe like 15 kilometers per hour, hour, and more expensive are like, some of them are 60 kilometers per hour. 60 kilometers per hour? Yeah. 60? That's that's like, that's the speed of a car. Yeah, so it is. And do you believe they should be licensed and insured? Um, it really depends. So bigger scooters, faster scooters, yeah, they 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 sh- they should probably they they might be considered to, to for for others to have a license and insurance, of course. Mm-hmm. But smaller ones that are close to to bicycle speed, they can just be in a bicycle lane, and that's it. And how much, like, for a decent e-scooter, how much does it cost? Uh, Mid-range, mid-price. Mid-range would be, I don't know, maybe like five, six hundred euros. They're dear enough, aren't they? Pardon? Yeah, they're expensive enough, aren't they? Well... How long, yeah, like, how long would a battery, but does the battery last, what, three or four hours? How long does the battery last? Uh, again, depends, but let's say something like... Uh, 
15, 20 kilometers. Depends on the weight, on the terrain. and Yeah, if you're going uphill or downhill or whatever it happens to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the e-bikes, uh, are you involved with the e-bikes as well? Well, I had an e-bike. So mm-hmm. First, I actually got myself an e-bike and then I switched to like a scooter. And which, which is better, do you believe, the scooters or the bike? Well, I prefer a scooter because I can bring it with me in the office. I can charge it in the office. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit more convenient. And I, and I know some of the ones you can get nowadays, you can kind of fold them up as well. All right, listen, Robbie, that's Robbie from e, uh, E-Scoot. Um, Sean, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Sean? Yeah, not bad, yeah. Good, Sean. You believe cyclists already can, can get insurance, but it's not just not being enforced. Yeah, um, a while ago you had someone on from Cycling Island and part of their membership, they can actually have liability insurance. It's a good so idea. It's no, a good it's, idea, isn't it? Really? It's not even an idea. They can get it. It's just people aren't getting it. So I've no issue with the guard I have enforcing, um, especially commuter cyclists that actually have to do this. And how much is um, it, by the way? Do you know how much it is to get insurance? Um, I was just briefly looking on there. It's not uh, it's a nominal amount. I think a lifetime one is a couple of grand, but... That you know that would be. We'll probably get it for fifty quid a year or something. Yeah, around that. Yeah. So it is. You know, it's. I I don't think it's much. I don't think, to be honest with you, when you think about the money people are saving using bicycles, using e-scooters, or whatever it is to get in and out of the city, um, so they're saving money on public transport. I don't think fifty quid's a lot to ask for for a registration fee once a year, maybe, or some sort of like insurance fee once a year. See, I think the problem what. Around the scooters, like the ones that little Johnny's going to get if he gets it from a toy shop, are going to be, you know, not, they're not going to do 50 kilometres now. They're going to do something like 20 kilometres. Did you hear that lad a second ago? He's selling ones that do 60 kilometres now. I know, but the ones that, you know, who's going to buy their child a 600 quid scooter? Most of them are going to buy the ones that, you know, cheap one on Amazon yeah. or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, the battery life on them is not going to be amazing. And, you know, they're going to only try and go for the ones that do the lower mileage, really. Mm. Um, but in terms of the e-bikes, they're, they're only going to come in more and more. I think the legislation needs to catch up with what's actually happening in the I, I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with you, but I think we also yeah. have to have rules and regulations around it. As somebody mentioned at the start of the show, Paul, there was a line of traffic on the Holt Road and some clown on an e-bike in the middle of the road with her headphones on at 22 kilometres an hour was holding up the whole line of traffic. That can't happen. Well, you the know? thing is, most road users need to remember as well, the cyclists will only ever go two by two in general so they're trying to protect the cyclist, and that's how they're recommended to do it. When a car's supposed to go around, they're supposed to allow, um, you know, at least two metres when they go around them. So if you're going... And I, I completely it, agree yeah. with, you know, safety yeah. and respecting everybody and each other on the road, but also the cyclists, and I've seen it so many occasions, need to respect the motorist and understand that cars go faster, and they need, to, oh, yeah. they need to, you know, when there's a possibility, allow cars to go past them. Listen, lads, I have to wrap it up. I've run out of time. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate it. Uh, loads of little texts coming in. Somebody says, Nala, I hate cyclists. Ah, you can't just take a general thing like that. They can be irritating, but not all of them, certainly. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.